Oh my gosh! Hey everybody! Hi! Welcome to Showtime with Jackie and Bert. I am Bert. And I'm Jackie. And you are listening to Showtime with Jackie and Bert, America's second favorite podcast. We are here with the final entry in our award-winning spectacular covering the epic five-season journey of Jane the Virgin. It seems like you're channeling your inner Rogelio yeah, with your intro. It's a wonderful day to be Bert. Um, that was awful. So, yeah, yeah, we've uh, watched the whole show, reviewed every season, split the last season into two because, you know, we're Harry Pottering this MFR. Uh, and yeah, cover. here to wrap it up. So uh, come and join us. It's going to be great. Yes. Just a uh, word of warning. We've uh, put this before for all of our seasons, uh, for all the, the episodes here. Uh, this is going to be for the entire second half of the season, post-Montana. Yes. Post-Montana. Uh, so make sure you watch that first um, if you want to. Otherwise, there'll be spoilers. Yes. There'll be some pretty big spoilers here. Just FYI. So Yeah. Jackie, here we are. Yes, we are. We're end at of the this, end. End of this journey. A hundred episodes later. I just find it so crazy. Because when, when Jane we, Gloriana Villanueva. Because when we started this journey, a yeah. hundred episodes seemed so daunting. Even oh. though I had watched the show, it just felt yeah. like so much. And I mean, we got through this in what? Three, four weeks? Maybe. Oh, more than that. More than that. Much more than that. Uh, I don't know. Mm, but we got through it relatively like quickly. A month and a half, two months. No. Yes. Not that long. Yeah. It took us like three or four, a month at the very no, most. Because we, multi- we watched multiple episodes a at a time. Still. Anyways, listeners. We watch it every day. We've, met, we've made it to the end. Um, and it's exciting, but very sad at yeah. the same time because, well, yeah. we've reached the end. Yeah, we've reached the end. And, uh, yeah, I, I thought it was amazing. I thought it was a wonderful way to end. Um, I have one kind of smallish problem. Is which it still we'll with to. the Synchrofstero's death? Okay, two, death. two if you count that. That was still never <laughs> explained. It was never explained how any of that stuff happened. <laughs> I just... Minor detail. I mean, it's pretty not big, a minor detail. It's, it's a pretty not, important detail. It's, it's the one, I would say it's the one mistake, quote-unquote mistake, they made in the whole show everything else added up for me so yeah but i mean you have another thing like, that you just just give us an explanation but yeah um so, so before we get to that i mean yeah ends with a nice little fourth wall breaking moment where uh jane who's finally met the resounding success of authorship after the long difficult journey uh, ends her story by saying that they that uh, the family in her story has their tale made into a telenovela. Right. Yeah. And like I told Bert, we just end up in this like loop where this the novella the, the the book she wrote ends turns into a telenovela, which is what we're watching and which she tells the story of everything, and then it gets. She writes the book and the book ends into a ten well, novella, novella so which we're, we're watching. In, which so we're know. in an infinite loop. But let's uh-huh. take a step back because uh-huh. you just jumped right to the end. I did jump right to the end. Uh, so last, uh, <clears throat> well, the first seven episodes we ended <clears throat> with uh, Jane, uh, you know, Michael, well, Jason uh-huh. coming back. We're coming. 
Michael Jason. Michael Jason gaining Michael gaining his memories back and Jane having to evaluate whether she was gonna just pursue things with Raphael or whether she wanted to give it a chance with yep. with Michael. So she goes back to Montana. Yep. With him to see where things are and then after that she realizes, you know what? Raphael's personality who I'm meant, meant to be with but she comes back and jokes on her Raphael's yeah. like you know what nah. I'm done being second best <clears throat> bye girl F you I'm gonna go I'm gonna yeah. like we're over so Jane spends a, a portion of the the next several few episodes trying to get Raphael mm-hmm. back um Show him that you know she's committed. Mm-hmm. Trying to do f- romantic gestures that ultimately yeah. hurt him in the end. Oh boy, yeah, she 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 screws up a big yeah. time. Uh, it creates beef between uh-huh. uh, uh, Raphael's anger with her creates um, beef with Matelio. Although that was before, that was even yeah, that was even before that. Um, so they go kind of through ups and downs, and through all of this, Jane is like writing her book, uh-huh. and yeah, I mean, a lot of it is just like you know closing stories out, uh, uh-huh. you know, uh, abuela and uh, what's his face, now, Jorge get Jorge. kind of their happy ending. That was not a. That's not a character. Uh, uh, Rogelio uh-huh. has the opportunity to. Uh, get this is this is Mars this gets is Mar- picked up. He gets to do it, but now he has to move to New York to yep. make it happen. So yep. we've got a few things going on with River, River Fields, and mm-hmm. her daughter Pond. Yes, Pond and all Pond these Fields. things. So just kind of wrapping up a lot of little things. Um, uh, but kind of a big thing that happens is uh, you know we have to close out the storyline with Saint Rostro. Yeah. Uh, she's the villain, and that's probably the the second critique I have of the show, which I didn't like the fact that Synchrostro was the big bad for the whole series. Yeah, you're, you're... It felt like too long, like this person kind of kept coming yeah. back. Even when they were in jail, they were causing mayhem. And, it, and it's been a few years since I've watched Stella Novella, yeah. so maybe this is... And I, I watched them when I was like five for the most part, so you know there were certainly a lot of things I wasn't picking up on. But it just, I don't know. I need the villain to change because then it's like, I can accept a story for a story, but for for a story that's not fantasy, it's like, well, how does this person keep like getting away with all this stuff? <clears throat> yeah, it starts to strain credulity to the point which, which I know is a telenovela, but like, you're right in that it 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 had that grounding in reality, and you can like stretch it to a degree, but not over and over and over again and like she's running this vast criminal conspiracy from inside like a max security prison somehow where she has like a camera access and can get people to take like images of her face and it's just which and then she gets vanquished by by you know someone pushing her down the stairs just to take a step back to uh just to make a quick point all those details, I don't mind all that. I don't ma- mind the access to a camera with in a security in a maximum security prison. And all that. like I don't care about that. It's just the fact that I think it's it, the fact that it's like been this long and it's been so many things. But that those details on their own, like 
different aspects of, of Synchrostro on their own don't bother me. It's just like the compilation of everything that's from like, okay, maybe this is a little bit too much. I mean, that whole thing seemed kind of, it seemed kind of rushed. I wasn't really satisfied with like, like, like the, we could have used one more episode where it was like just Jane and where like Synchrostro had Jane hostage the whole time. I don't know if I would have wanted to see her having Jane uh, held hostage for longer, but her death did feel a little anticlimactic. Like once, despite falling on a spike and getting set on fire. Well, yeah. Uh, well, the the whole part with like Luisa and the pushing and yeah. the the mint and like I needed a bit more back and forth between Singrostro versus uh, Rafael and uh, Jane. I needed to Singrostro have beholding Mateo. Matelio, something. I don't know. I just felt like the standoff was just, it yeah. was a minute long, if that. I, well, because like the whole thing from like her starting her uh, escape plan to her dying is all in like one episode. Yeah. And that's, and like, it's just, I don't know. I, I, I and, it's kind of one of the things that 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 I liked about the show and that Jane is is the the show was kind of known for is like when Sinrostro was uh, had Jane hostage, right? Like Junior Rodriguez was acting, like yeah. was like looked distraught and terrified, and it, it it felt it felt very real, right? In a way that kind of clashed with everything that was going on. Like I don't know, yeah. it, it's it's. Uh, the, the character of Jane, despite having all these things happen to her, has always has, has always felt grounded. Yeah. In um, so again, the way she reacted is is believable. I don't know that that fit well with the character that was kind of a mustache twirler, really. Yeah, I I don't know. I I mean, I kind of get why they did it that way, and I agree. The acting and all of that was good. It just. Uh... Because it would make sense that this is like the one, like you know, Jane is usually a pretty strong person and all these things. It would make sense that this would be like the one individual that she's like truly so afraid of. She kidnapped her, her son, half murdered Essentially her. Essentially killed Michael. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, killed. I mean, she did. You know, in in that sense. Um, so it makes sense that she would be afraid. But I, I think what was made it difficult for me and I know Synchrostro is not this kind of villain but I almost needed her to have Jane at gunpoint or something for it to she be... did have her at gunpoint when? when uh, she first when Jane first when uh, Jane arrived at her apartment and Synchrostro was there she had her at gunpoint I don't remember a gun oh, remember well... she was holding a cat and then she put the cat yeah. down she had a cat and the gun in the other hand well, yeah, but she wasn't like pointing at it yeah, she her was. the whole time. Why well, don't I? Well, not like that. every second, but like she, she, she. I guess what I mean is just that see, Rostro didn't feel that threatening to me. It was just like the I, I felt like what was the scariest about her was like the idea of what she could do versus like how dangerous she was in in the moment. That's how it felt to me. I'm just well, that's expressing. what's terrifying, right? It's like it's not something that you could solve just by hitting her over the head with a vase, right? Right, because it's like she has oh, she has these contacts and everything, and right. I mean, I guess maybe that's why I needed like her 
visually like holding I mean she did hold Jane hostage but it was between her and Jane mostly like there was no other uh, observers like I needed her to to be threatening someone in front of other people like they do in other things I don't know maybe it's because I'm just kind of used to seeing standoffs in a different kind of way that this one felt a little bit unfulfilling for me yeah I think that whole thing was yeah it was just kind of but yeah, I mean, regardless, it was a little rushed, and then it was just when she just kind of like falls, and then she's dead. It just it just happened so quickly. Yeah, I remember watching it the first time around, and even now, I was just like, wait, what? Oh, she's dead. Uh, that's it. We're just gonna move on. Like it just it happens all in a span of what felt like a minute or two. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was the big thing. But peace out, Sincrostro. You won't be missed. You're dead, dead, fried. <laughs> Fried like a pork chop on a grill. Mm. Do people like cook, shish kebab? Do people cook pork chops on grills? I don't even know how to eat pork chops, yeah. except for what you. I mean, cook. you can. Okay. Anyways, a um, little insight into our domestic life. There, I make pork chops. Yes, uh, and his pork chops are the only ones I'll eat. There so, my mom is always surprised when I tell her that you cooked pork, and she's like, "You ate them." I'm like, really? Yeah. He's his is the only one I'll eat. Well, there we go. It's the best I've had. I'm so honored. Secret is dry rub. Um, so that's of kind of the the big thing. The other kind of thing that's going on is uh, Jane is writing her book, uh-huh. which is this you know multi generational novel. novel. Yes, Essentially, it's the show sweeping epic. Although there's there's more to it than in the show because she involves Alba's story more. I think. Well, yeah, yeah, the yeah. backstory and all of that. And she changes the characters' <clears throat> names and all of that. Um, but I, I liked how it was, but it felt, I felt like that also felt a little rushed for me. Like, yeah. you know, we saw her struggling so much the first four seasons, and then she just kind of kept having oh. these moments of writing, writing, writing. And I get that it was the last season and we needed to wrap that up. Yeah. But it just. When you're used to seeing someone go realistically through, go through kind of the ups and downs and the writer's block yeah. and all of that. And then all of a sudden she's just like in the zone all the time. And then she just finishes it. I mean, when she finishes it, it's literally just like a montage where we see her just yeah. like writing. She doesn't bathe for three weeks or whatever. Yeah. And then it's like the end. I'm done. So it felt a little quick to me. They needed to like space it out a bit over the first, like like over the season. Right. Um. I'm okay, and it, it's a, it was a little Deus Ex Machina like where she's all like, oh, no publisher wanted it, oh no, no publisher's gonna take it, uh, blah, 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 blah blah. We're gonna we're gonna put it up to auction, you know, yay. And right. then it's like, oh, it's another five hundred thousand dollars, yeah. I'm fine with it ending like that. It just it it seemed like, I don't know it. It did seem kind of like rushed within the context of that episode. Right. I would have liked them spending more time on that, sprinkled throughout the season. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I what was funny though. I mean, not funny, but I feel like I wish they'd addressed it more. I think they made a comment about it. Was that essentially the reason why Jane was successful was thanks to seeing Rostro because she probably would have taken that twenty five thousand that her. Agent yeah. offered her, and Sinjosta was like, "No, I'm her attorney. Yeah. Uh, we won't take less than whatever." Yeah. Um, but if it hadn't been for that, her book would have never been put up for auction, and maybe, maybe it would have sold, and it would have been successful, right? I mean, if somebody was willing to pay half a million dollars for this, 
spirit, so they believed in it. Yeah. Um, but it's a lot nicer to sit on half a million dollars mm. and twenty five thousand dollars, bruv. So yeah. Absolutely. So thank you, Singarostro, <laughs> for setting up Jane's career yeah. for success. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was that. I mean, yeah, we're we're gonna spend a lot a lot of time criticizing this. I just realized because we haven't even gotten to my big major, uh, major problem. Yet. Well, then yeah, go. So my big major problem is that um, I don't like how things ended with Michael. I yeah. I don't think it was satisfying. And again, like I I'm I'm okay with her winding up with Raphael in the end. They bring him back for like one scene. Yeah. In this like really weird thing that doesn't really go anywhere doesn't really serve any purpose it, it didn't advance the story at all it was a minor inconvenience with within the episode as like a b plot it was it was he he hadn't signed over his rights uh, life rights or something life rights and then you find out that he's all that he is with charlie the the person who he had been in like a feud with in montana right. and then she's prego with his baby and it's just it's just like a weird scene that really I don't know it it it, it like retroactively cheapens the relationship that they had and what what and the and what it just cheapens what they had and it's less meaningful it's less powerful the scene where she said goodbye to Michael in Montana like that felt final that felt yeah powerful agreed. It, it just it it takes away so much of everything that was built up before yeah i mean i think what probably happened well i from the moment i saw charlie back in yeah. the beginning of the season yeah, number one right. when he said charlie and he never specified yeah. a gender i was like charlie's yep. a woman yep. then when i totally. saw her i'm like they're gonna come back yep. they're gonna be together however totally when, I first, okay. when i saw this show the first time around i thought they would be guests at the wedding or like surprise them at the wedding yeah so i was actually a little bit disappointed that the goodbye to michael was not in the final episode but was like the penultimate episode or i guess episode 98 because nine ninety it wasn't even 98 was it i think so because episode 99 was like the goodbye episode. yeah was the, the, the uh which the we're talking about, talking about that about in stuff, a sec, yeah. sec um but i'm looking this up to figure out what episode it was going uh but it was just um so I feel like they wanted to bring him in at the end because he was one of the OG characters. You know, he was Jane's not first love. I guess Adam was her first love, but like her oh. her, her true love. She yeah. she was the person she was meant to be with. Yeah, right for a period of time. Well, um, they, they their relationship was what it was like. That was their fate. That that yes. is their story, and it's great and it's beautiful, and it helped. Maybe it. Maybe it's, you know, maybe the, Michael's purpose in her life was to help her kick off her well, writing career. Like you were right. Um, but no, it, it, it felt funny. Uh, I mean, I wasn't surprised that Charlie was uh, pregnant, although it felt like she seemed a little big. I was like, damn, y'all got hooked up right away. Though it was yeah. unclear how much time had passed since Montana because the it show yeah. doesn't really tell too much about time. But no, I... I even though I was happy to see Brett in the end, I do kind of wish that goodbye in Montana had been it. Because it was yeah. like chapter closed and you're right. It didn't take the story 
anywhere. Yeah, it um, was. They should have just left it at that. It, it, I think that was that was just a, a clear miss on their part. Yeah, <laughs> one of the few ones. But I mean, it, it, that was a, a a big, really the first like I would think big major mistake in the show. I feel. Which, um, if it's your first one and it's episode well, 98 out of 100, then I think you're hey. doing pretty good. Technically out of 99, given that episode 99 yeah. was, uh, like, the casting goodbye. But, no, I totally hear you on that. Um, yeah, and and that was, yeah. So, so, so that was my big problem with it. Yeah. Um, other than that, I, I loved how things kind of wrapped up, how things ended. I loved that Petra and JR wound up together in the end. Yeah. That was that was so sweet. She shows up at the the at the the final wedding and uh she she and Petra share a kiss. It's yeah. so cute. Um yeah, yeah. I, I bro, I almost forgot about Petra cuz I don't oh. have anything to complain about. Uh-huh. But as I told you when we first started sh- watching the show, Petra has one of the most if not the most interesting arc on the show where she's the person we saw in the beginning and the person she is at the end, mm-hmm. we could have never guessed that she was going to take, go on this journey. And she is such a good friend yep. and sister to Jane, mm-hmm. a good friend now to with Raphael, which I love it when mm-hmm. they're in sync because when they are on the same page about things, they are the they platonic are, yeah. version of a power couple. Yeah. Um, Question for you. Were you surprised when Rafael said, you know, he had the opportunity to start working at the hotel again? Really? You know, this, uh, the Marbella was his baby and he had a, kind of an opportunity to continue his dream, which he temporarily lost because of, you know, various things. But were you surprised that he said no to that, to that life? No. You were not? Okay. Not within the context of the story. Within the context of the story, it made, it, it just made so much sense for him to leave yeah. that behind. Because yeah. really, that's kind of what, what the whole thing was about with uh, he and Jane and their relationship, and one of the reasons why he why he um, did come back to her and why he did you know uh, 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 pursue the relationship that was meant to be was that she she made him a better person, and part of being that better person was leaving behind that aspect of his life right. where he was you know dishonest, lied, cheated, stealed lied cheated stole there we go (laughs) (laughs) um yeah uh so i think that's that's yeah i'm i'm totally uh, yeah yeah i agree with that yeah no that i i agree i mean i i love that rafael became this person because you know even in the beginning it was like i'm all about family i'm all about family but his actions were not aligned with that necessarily um but now he's like really you know, being true to that. Uh, he had a moment where, you know, he was falling back into the lifestyle. Yeah. And he was liking it and all this stuff. But then he realized, oh, wait a minute. Look at these <coughs> things that I'm missing out on. I don't want to yeah. miss out on these things. I want to spend time it, with my girls and my son. Yeah. It, it, it was, it, it had to be his choice to leave. Right. Which is why it's, why it's so important. Right. right. Because he, he was, th- he was essentially thrown out of that life. Yeah. And he had the opportunity to kind of, get back to it and and he refused it yeah which is um part of what made it so powerful yes yeah artistic uh another kind of big thing that happened i 
we don't have to spend too much time yeah. on this, but I can't finish this episode, get through this episode of our podcast without talking about Raul, Rogelio. Rogelio. And Rogelio. having a show picked up uh, for a full season mm-hmm. and having to move to New York yep. and then Xiomara being like, oh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I didn't like that. So you, you you pointed this out to me in a way that, that, that I, because initially I was all like, I was like, you know what? It's New York, New York to Miami. That's like nothing. Like you're you're incredibly rich. You can fly every weekend if you want to. Right. I, you can have two homes. You can have one in Miami, one in New York. Everyone does that. Um, was were you pointing out to me that like uh, Zoe had like lived in the same house yeah. almost all of her life, yeah. and now lived like a mile from where she used to live, right. um, and that she. Uh, Except for that cruise ship, she might have never left Miami. Right, and she so, didn't get to be on the cruise ship because... No, she didn't. Remember? Oh, you with, mean uh, as an adult, with, with, not the memory. As an old memory. girl, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, 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 not the memory, you're right. Um, uh, uh, so, yeah, it, it, when you pointed that out to me, I I believed it. I liked it. I thought it was very, it was very, um, it, it was very human. She was, you know questioning it she's all like oh, okay i'm not gonna go i'm gonna stay here you know we'll commute okay fine and then like no 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 i'll go i don't know i yeah. i thought it was fine i mean i definitely felt like it added up to zoe's character but i i started to get frustrated with zoe again you you noticed that I, I think the only version of zoe that i liked was cancer wow. zoe wow i went there wow listeners Wow. <laughs> she is, she kind of like came back to earth. I, I wouldn't wish, and just to be clear, I wouldn't wish that on anything. Uh-huh. I think the acting was phenomenal, but I, it was nice to see her think through things and, and be thoughtful and not just be this immature person. Um, for all her faults, I'm, you know, Zoe is, she's, can be a, a good mom. In that, you know, she's supportive of her daughter and all these things. It doesn't mean she makes, like, good decisions all the time because she doesn't do a whole lot of parenting. She gets parented, rather. But she is very caring and very loving and all that, which is very important that that a child has that. Mm-hmm. But I felt like once she got better, once, you know, she was done with chemo, she was cleared, no cancer in her body. I just felt like she went back to her old hijinks, and I was just not no. impressed. That's that's. She went back to her old hijinks. We talked about she 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 applied to nursing school. She's becoming a nurse. Yes, and she looked, googled it one day, and Rogelio pointed this out too. Thank you very right. much. She googled it one day, freaked out, and was like, "Oh, I'm not going to do this anymore." Right, and then she decided to do it. Yeah, she did because because she's very blessed in that she has an encouraging family that's willing to tell her because because abuela called her out on it she was yeah. like you just quit like right away you don't give it a sh- a, cha- a chance yeah. everybody called her out on it but if she didn't have that strong support system behind her she probably wouldn't have even tried so she had a support system that 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 she that supported her in making this important and uh, in making this important decision that's 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 okay that's normal that's you know the old zoe had that support system and she didn't you know be make the decision to become a nurse it, it, the fact that she she kind of vacillated and went back to or and uh expressed fear of failure and wanted to retreat back into comfort and safety uh rather than take that risk that's i think i think i think that's that's 
totally normal. And she ultimately overcame that fear and was like, okay, no, I'm going to do this. I, I think that that shows growth as a character. It, it's a little cliche, the whole like, oh, I'm I'm going to become a nurse thing. It's like, okay, that's, it's that's a cliche. It and lines it's up with fine. the, I mean, it lines up with the experience that she had because it was inspired yes, by exactly. the fact that she had cancer and she had, you know, good people that treated her, which and Alba, ins- and yes, because Alba um, was a nurse or a nursing aide, one of the two. Yeah, well, but like, Zola, maybe her mom taking care of her hell, but like she like kind of forgot because I think she even said, "Oh, I forgot you were a nurse," too. So uh, I, I viewed that as a like a fourth wall breaker, because like. The audience forgot she was a nurse. Like it's mentioned, like like three or four times oh, in the show. Well, maybe, but still, uh, you could just you could just say, well, when you were a nurse, you don't have to say, oh, I forgot you were a nurse. Like it doesn't matter. Um, but I mean, I'm not gonna like go on about this. Uh, Zoe is my least favorite character on the show. She can do no right. Um, for me. By the end, she did show growth. Right. To me, she showed the least growth on the show, and I didn't like her at the beginning, and I didn't really care for who she was at the end either. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because I still felt like she was still... Like, she hadn't grown enough for me. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Harsh. I mean, I think it just kind of... It kind of goes back to, like, the things I value and what's important to me and i think of all the characters i see myself the least in zoe so maybe that's kind of why i struggle to empathize with her or or like her character or it, it reminds me because she kind of reminds me of a specific person in my family and mm. even though i love that individual no, uh, there's no, i know exactly who it is too there's no tension there but it's like <laughs> yeah when certain people they it's just like the same crap yeah. and they're they're old you know it affects their children and all this stuff it's yeah. like Come on, dude. Like, what are you doing? So I'm not interested. This is just how I feel. I mean, yeah. And that's and that's fair. Um, that's fair. Uh, so now that we've talked about Zoe for an hour, uh, we only talked about Petra for like like 90 seconds, which is which is great. I don't have um, anything to say about Petra this season. She didn't really do anything to piss me off. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're really, yeah, you're really complaining about that. Um, I think, yeah. I loved the scene where she was was doing the uh, the best man's speech, and it was oh, just yeah. like awful jokes. Yeah, that was that was so cute. Um, yeah, I I loved. I think one of my favorite scenes, and I, forgive me because I don't remember if we talked about this in the first half because I don't remember if it happened in the first half when uh, pre Montana, when yeah, because Jane was at the house, so it must have been post Montana, post post Montana uh, when. JR breaks up with Petra and she comes to to Jane's house yeah. and she's like bursting into tears. Yeah. That, that was a... that was wonderful. That Petra was on scene. the show had two moments. I mean, I I had other moments where I connected the, with her, but the, the two moments where I really like bought what she was selling when when she gave birth to the twins mm-hmm. and this moment. My eyes teared up because she looked yeah. it like the heartbreak was real. Like we've all been there. What a, yeah? What about the scene where she she had the the paranoid nervous breakdown post uh, when she gets out of the uh, being held paralyzed yeah, and then yeah. like you like you think she has this sinister evil plan and like that's not what happened. She's just paranoid and like 
psychologically traumatized from being held captive and tortured and she's like i need to know what's going on i can do this i can do this yeah i mean i i was empathetic of her i understood why she made her choices i didn't agree with her choices but like i got it but no for that for me that moment wasn't like a pull out your heart moment. really not for okay. me anyways i don't know for for i that might actually be one of my top moments in really the still yeah yeah i i something about it just really hit me um speaking yeah. of top moments in the series top what are some series? of yours oh boy okay well that moment um the moment uh where i mean i gotta say where uh where uh, uh michael died yeah that whole thing was uh very it was was just incredibly incredibly yeah. well done incredibly sad incredibly um moving yeah um and cheapened after uh the uh, last season i don't cheapened. think it was cheapened i i i thought all that was fine but i again i agree with you that that goodbye should have ended in montana not brought back uh favorite moments for me i mean basically the whole series was perfect for me definitely top one absolutely michael's death and gina's reaction is everything that's that that's i can't even think about it without like getting my my eyes watery um moment that i thought was really great too was actually just was like the episode afterwards when um she's like i can't read this excerpt from the book and rafael's like you gotta read this crap you've worked too hard and yeah that that was incredible uh let me see if i can pick one more um any scene with rogelio in it any scene with yeah yeah he's by far my favorite character He's so freaking funny. Well, he was just, oh my God. He's yeah. always at 180, but when he when he has those moments where he like calms down to earth, yeah. like you feel that in your soul. And he's such a phenomenal actor. I love his expressions. I love the way one lid is slower than the yes. other one. He's really like just feeling yes. something. I don't know if that's intentional or not, but it works for the character. Um, he, yeah, he's such an embodiment of the show. In that he is so like amped up at like at a hundred, you know, at uh, at one hundred and ten the whole time, uh, and then he has these like moments where like he's you know genuinely powerful, yeah, dramatic performances, and and they're just like so perfectly. It's he's an embodiment of the show, yeah. absolutely, hands down. I love Gina Rodriguez; she's a fantastic actress. Yeah, um, but and I think that. I've forgotten the name of Rahelio already. Uh, Jaime Camille. Jaime Camille is just the heart and soul of that show. Yeah, he's he's phenomenal. I'm kind of disappointed almost that he wasn't the the narrator. It made sense for it to end up being Matelio, and you actually predicted that, which I was annoyed that you predicted it so quickly. You were like, obviously it's Matelio. Yeah, like, it it's a little it. too. I forgot what it was. Like like there was there was one specific thing that he said that made me think it was that Matteo. Huh earlier on was. he was like like referring to himself being like i've been told that blah, blah, blah. or it was all like i have good genes or something like that oh sure it was it was like like something that made me think oh that would make sense mm, yeah and, and yeah but. but yeah that was good um 
But yeah, what did you think about the fact that episode 199 was like a goodbye episode from the cast versus like an actual episode? Maybe if they'd used that time for a scene roast, we would have felt a little bit better about that. But they didn't. That's just what it is. They made this choice. What did you think of that? I thought it was fine. I I think it was was deserved. Um, Yeah. Like a a nice kind of salute. I, I, I thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if any... I'm sure there's other shows that have done something similar, but I feel like it's usually like after the final episode. Did it help? I don't know. Um, uh, I know Shit's Creek did. What? I, we didn't Shit. watch. We didn't watch a goodbye episode when we watched it. They. It might not be on Netflix, but they had a goodbye episode. Oh, I think I you're right, but I think yeah. it's like an after the. They, after they the filmed finale. it afterwards, but it was aired before the finale. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. Sure. Huh. Uh, yeah, I we didn't see that. At least I didn't. Um, but no, I I really liked it. I I I told you this, but I I it just it all came back to me as we were watching it that I actually watched that um, uh, at the airport yep. on my way to London. Yep. Big trip by myself, and I actually remembered I didn't get to watch the finale live because I couldn't get Hulu or whatever or Netflix this. in London and I was so frustrated because I was by myself. I had limited access to Wi Fi, but you know, our news articles come out yeah. and sometimes they have spoilers in the title. So you have anything spoiled for you? No, I didn't. Okay, thank good, God. Good. So I was just like freaking out trying to see how I could pirate <clears throat> shows in London to, to watch the show. <clears throat> they don't know who I am. I guess, like, there's nothing spoilery in the last episode other than Jane and Roth get married, but, like, you knew that was going to happen. Uh, yeah, but still. I Maybe mean... JR and Petra, but, like, like getting back together again. Yeah. But even then, that's not, like, spoilery. But it's, it's still just... the last episode. Anything could happen in theory. Yeah. So maybe Michael shows up at the wedding and is like, Jane, I love you. And she's like, uh-huh, psych, Raphael. Oh, psych. Bye, Raphael. Then, and the... and then or right somebody the dies. Which nobody died in the last episode, which is... No. In telenovelas. I think they really, truly try to make it, like, a happy thing. Yeah. Maybe that's why Asin Rostoro died in uh, the penultimate yeah. episode. But, yeah, any kind of other... Thoughts on season five, the the series overall. It's a great show. It's an absolutely fantastic show. Even if you even if you've gone through and you've listened to us and had all the major points hit for you, still go and watch it. Yeah. We, there's so much we we missed. There's so much we didn't we didn't touch on, just because the show is so jam packed full of everything. Yeah. Um, there's so much life in this show, and it's that's that's I think what I love about it the most. Yeah, and uh, I know we're very critical, but yeah, it's. You should see this as as a good thing. Yeah, where there's so much great that we have to look for things yeah. to pick at. Yeah, um, it, anything we didn't talk about it, it is amazing. <laughs> yeah, so you got from us what f- almost five hours of of some critiques, but we have Yawn. you know three hundred hours of of good things to say. Highly recommend yep. the show if you haven't watched it. Um, I'll just say. This show will always hold a special place in my heart. I'll probably watch it again in a few years. Maybe yeah. once we have Bairns, we'll, we can watch it together. Although they do talk about sex quite a bit on the show, so maybe not. But, uh, no, I mean, I think... When it's a very sh- sex-positive show. When the show came out, it was, I think, groundbreaking at, at that point in time. The the level of representation, mm-hmm. uh, you know, almost the full cast is BIPOC. For the first season, I mean, other than Michael, who 
I don't. I think everyone else on the show is Bite Mark. Wrath and Petra. And Petra. And Wrath. Uh, I guess we don't really know. Well, no, no he was he, born in Italy. I keep forgetting because yeah. he's Italian, like yeah. confused about. But yeah, I mean, I guess if you don't consider Italian Bite Mark, which is whatever. You, okay. Um, we have to get into a history discussion because I don't know history. Um, but yeah, other than them three, everyone on the show is yeah. is BIPOC, which is great. It's primarily you know woman led. Yep, um, it is. That is absolutely true. Something that came up at in the goodbye episode was just that you know this is really a story about these like three yep. women and the the, the three Vietnamese women. Yeah, their love for each other and and family and protecting mm-hmm. each other and all of that, and it's just I feel like you know even if you're not Latina and maybe can't relate to some of the the family dynamics. I mean, the stuff in the show is just like funny because it's funny. Yeah, not because you have to have this like inside cultural understanding or anything like that. Um, it's it's heartwarming. It's uh, yeah, I. I was listening to another podcast um, about about this show the other day, and one of the girls she like burst into tears. Really? I mean, honestly, if if this were my first time watching it and we were recording, I'd probably be in tears right now. Yeah. But it's 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 it feels like such a minor thing sometimes, but representation really does matter. It does. Like you do, and you don't realize how important it is. Until you're represented and you're like, wow. Mm-hmm. So this is what it feels to 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 see yourself and feel like your story is being told. Because this show told a lot of stories, right? Yeah. Like, you know, it's love and life and education and immigration. Like, there were so many layers. Mm-hmm. Um, so to to have that and and feel like included and like your your story matters and it's you know it's a form of education for other people too because if you are not part of a certain cultural group or whatever you might not think about certain things it's happened to me when i watch shows about ethnic groups that i'm not a part of where i i learn something um that i maybe i didn't know about a different culture before so it's just it's just beautiful and I'm so glad Bert that you were willing to go on this journey with me and watch the show with me and yeah we highly recommend it and listeners thank you for for going on this journey with us yeah. um, listening to us ramble mm-hmm. disagree argue <laughs> laugh all the things we yeah. super appreciate it we hope you enjoyed it uh, your time with us and we don't know what our next uh, series that we're gonna well we might know but we might know but we're not gonna spoil it here we're not gonna tell you just yet but be on the lookout for that soon um, it's gonna be a good old time uh, remember you can follow us on Twitter if you mm-hmm. don't already at, at Bert Jackie, Jackie or send us an email at Jackie, Jackie and Bert at gmail.com please follow us retweet us mm-hmm. Send our podcast to your friends, Send family, relatives, Send us money. neighbors, Send delivery us money. person. Send us money. Um, we would super appreciate your support. Thanks again, and we'll <laughs> catch you next time. Thanks, guys. We love you. Bye. Bye.